Shine 1049, your local contemporary Christian music station. I'm Darren Potzer, and just appreciate your company this evening. I have a guest in studio with me from a ministry called Haven of Hope. Introduce your ministry and, and yourself. Well, first of all, Darren, thank you so much for inviting me to share my story. A few years ago, I started a ministry called Haven of Hope Ministries, specifically for abused women and children. Having experienced the journey myself, I wanted to share with other women that um, they're not alone and to be a voice for them. So Tammy is the director of a ministry called Haven of Hope. Tell us, what is the ministry specifically? Where are you located? And what do you do on a day-by-day basis? Located in the local area here in the Spokane area. And on a day-to-day basis, talking with women across this country that are in abusive situations, don't know what to do. Maybe they've left it years ago and they haven't been able to heal. And so I'm helping them to be heard, number one. And the other important thing is connecting them with resources in their local area. So you're local to our region here in Spokane, and I've actually heard, Tammy, that Spokane is sadly one of the capitals in America for domestic violence. What do you have to add to that? Yes, Spokane County has the most domestic violence of any other county in Washington state, and the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence says one in three women and one in four men have experienced some form of domestic violence by their intimate partner. Do you have any idea why Spokane? We view ourselves as kind of a conservative, more rural community. You would think that, you know, maybe a bigger city, maybe an urban area might lead the state. Why would Spokane be so high for domestic violence? Well, one thing I have discovered since being in this field is that, unfortunately, the conservative, um, especially Christian community, has a lot of abuse in it. So I think that might be one of the factors. It has the real strong male dominance. Expand on that just a little bit more. Um, Sometimes as conservative Christians, we're taught that the man is the head to the point where a wife cannot or a partner cannot have any decisions of her own. And so therefore, whatever he says is law. Sometimes I've had people tell me, my husband says, if I leave, I'm going to go to hell. And so it just becomes ingrained in their mind. And then sometimes that can go too far. Okay. So it's like taking fundamentalism and religion way, way too far in an authoritarian way. Talking today with Tammy, she's the founder and director of a ministry called Haven of Hope. She's going to share some of her fascinating story in just a few moments right here on Shine 1049. Tammy, share with us now a little bit more of your own story of how you, you know, even came to found a ministry serving women that have been involved with domestic violence. I personally lived in a home with domestic violence. My husband was a minister. It continued to get worse through the years, eventually leading to my daughter and I fleeing to a safe house, which is a place prepared for women that are fleeing domestic violence issues. After he actually ended up committing suicide a couple months after I left, after fleeing, we had forensics done on his computer after my husband's death and found out that he was living a double life in the extreme And his life was spiraling down very quickly. And as that happened, of course, it got much worse at home. And the Secret Service agent who was retired and started this business told me that he had no question that if we had not left, that he would have killed both of us. Wow. So he was able to go back on your husband's computer. Your husband was a minister putting on a a face of a gospel evangelist to the rest of the community. And yet he was living a double life. To the point where, what was your home life like? Um, 
all I can call it is probably a roller coaster ride from hell. It, the mind games were beyond what anybody could comprehend. Everything from grabbing you and jerking you to I found out after his death that my daughter, I would get sick sometimes because I have a chronic illness and end up in the hospital. And she really experienced his anger and wrath, everything from kicking her with his cowboy boots on to throwing her against the wall mm. to uh, throwing things at her. And she was going through severe abuse and didn't say anything about it because he told her he would, she wouldn't wake up in the morning if she told anybody. Uh, and how old, you know, how many years did you experience this? She probably experienced it, she said, from about age six to about age 11. Mm, I can see the emotion in your eyes, Tammy. You founded today a ministry called Haven of Hope after your husband took his own life eventually. What was the healing like? I mean, how many years did it take for you to then get to the point where you were healthy enough to start a ministry of your own? It did take time. The first year was very difficult because you have to go through the first Christmas, the first anniversary, all those things. Even though we experienced a death, a lot of it was just trauma. We experienced a lot of nightmares and things like that afterwards because it was safe enough to remember. And thankfully, I had a really supportive family, a strong belief in God, and I sought help from local counselors. And God just started to heal me, and I started to reach out to other women that needed a friend that were going through difficult things. If people would like to learn more about Haven of Hope Ministries, do you have a, a website, Tammy? I do. It's havenofhopeministries.org. More about Haven of Hope Ministries coming up. This is Spokane's Shine 104.9. You've come from a background of severe abuse that your daughter and you escaped. Highlight that story just for us again real briefly. My daughter and I fled from my husband, who was a minister, because he was saying that he thought something was going to happen to us and that we need to watch her back. And so I knew he was planning our death, so we fled. About two months after that, he ended up uh, taking his own life. And after that, of course, when I had forensics and things done on his computer, we found out that he was living a double life, and that's why things were getting much worse at home. Share with us a little bit about when you say you got to the point where you actually fled to a safe house, so you, he didn't know where you were. How did you escape from this very uh, abusive domestic violence situation with you and your daughter? Well, thankfully, someone had um, given me the name of a good counselor in our area that dealt with somebody with mental health issues, which my husband had, as well as domestic violence. It took me two years to have the courage to call her, but I finally contacted her. She had been seeing me, and she's the one that told me that I needed to get out before I couldn't. So tell us how that occurred. I mean, how'd you get away? She took us to, or me, to a domestic violence center right there where we lived, and um, we began to plan our escape. My daughter did not know because she would talk to her dad every day, and I would talk to him every day on the phone, and she was young, and I didn't want her to be under the pressure of not saying anything. So mm -hmm. I, I dealt with them and worked with them, and about a week later, we fled. So your husband, you said, was a minister. What was going on in his life? Was it mental illness that was causing this? Was this somehow he slowly gave himself over to the influence of demonic, you know, influences in his life? What was going on with your husband? I think it was both because I saw that as he spiritually got away from God, that he became much more abusive. And by the time he, by the time we left, he was no longer a Christian. He said he was basically a deist. So I think that that was part of it. Part of it also was he was diagnosed 30 day, about a month before his death with severe narcissistic personality disorder. 
those that I worked with that were professionals felt like it was uh, he was a sociopath as well. Wow. Okay. Now that you've started a ministry called Haven of Hope here in our local community, you're reaching out to other women and children. Highlight for us again briefly what your ministry does to help. A number of things. Of course, talking to him on the phone, helping him to find local resources. Sometimes if they're able to come to the area, we can help them to get into a healing center. We work together to help these people. It's just amazing to see when they first come and after they've gone through all this healing, it's like it's a different person. They look so scared and depressed when they first come. And by the time they leave, they have a glow in their face, a spark in their eye, and they know that Jesus loves them and Mm -hmm. has a purpose for their life. It's like a fresh start for them in their life. And I can see that in your face as well, Tammy, after all the abuse you and your daughter went through. Shine 1049, I'm Darren Potzer. I have a special guest in studio with me this evening. It is Tammy, and she's the founder and director of Haven of Hope Ministries, local ministry in our area, supporting and bringing healing to women and children that have been caught up in abusive and domestic violence situations. Tammy, what does Haven of Hope Ministries do to help women and children who are leaving abuse, seeking help and healing right here in our local community? Often the women that have left abuse don't have any resources because that is controlled as well, their finances and everything, even if they are working. And so often what we do is help them find resources in the area that can help them in some of the practical needs, such as clothing or personal items they need. Like I said, travel expenses if they are coming to the area. Then at Christmas time, with this healing center we help with, we provide gifts for all the women and all the children. And I just can't tell you, we've been doing that for several years now. Sometimes we get there, and I remember one young woman, She was her eyes just held so much pain that it just broke my heart to look at her. And as the time went on that we were there and we gave her the basket that we'd prepared for her, we make them really beautiful because we want them to feel value because they haven't felt that ever or in a very long time. And the people that come to us for help are people you sit next to in church. They're people that you go to school with, that you work with, maybe your next door neighbor. You would never guess the majority that they're even being abused. And they are people from every race. They're just ordinary people. Your daughter was in this abusive relationship in a minister's family of all things, Tammy. How old was she? How old is she now? And how is she doing? Well, she is in her early 20s. She is also helping women that are in abusive situations. And she's going to college to uh, get a major in psychology to be able to help. How old was she when she went through this traumatic experience in your home? She was between 6 and 11 because we fled when she was 11. What are some of the ways that we as Shine 1049 listeners or members of this local Christian community can do to support a domestic violence ministry like Haven of Hope? One way you can do that is gifts, financial gifts, so that we can reach out to these people when they're in crisis and help them. Sometimes there's volunteer areas that you can help with. Often it's just good to call or contact by website, havenofhopeministries.org, and we can let you know what the needs are at that time. And, you know, telling friends and family about it, not only are you helping Haven of Hope Ministries, you are also possibly helping other people that might be in abuse because as more people learn that there's help, we can help more people too. Tammy, thank you so much for coming in today. I'll wrap up with Tammy with Haven of Hope Ministries in just a moment here on Shine 104.9. Just wrapping up now, Tammy, anything from your heart, final words with our listeners today? 
I think that I would let women know the two things that I found out. Number one, you're not alone. There are other people out there that are willing and can't wait to help you and be there for you. And you're not crazy. All the mind games that you've gone through, that's what they are. That you are so valuable and so loved. Jesus is your wounded healer. Haven of Hope Ministries offers phone calls, talk with you, meet with you, whatever we can do. We connect you with resources in your area because sometimes you're far away. We're just here to support you through this journey. And we so look forward to hearing your story and seeing you truly find the person that God created you to be. Tammy, from your own pain, you are ministering to others. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing your story with Shine 1049 listeners and myself today. Your website, again, is havenofhopeministries.org, and we would just encourage any women, any children that need your support today to reach out to you through the website and get your future started because Mm -hmm. you don't have to live in the darkness continually that perhaps you have been living under. havenofhopeministries.org. This is Spokane's Shine 1049 and in North Idaho at 94.9. Shine 1049.